0: Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. This is where we look at various nutrition and fitness-related topics through the lens of application. We want to give you practical takeaways so that you can create your healthiest, best self backed by knowledge. Now, on to the episode with your host, Coach Lisa. Hello, and welcome back to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. My name is Lisa. I am your host. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk about five success habits that are actually worth doing. Before we get into the episode, though, if you are new to the show and you enjoyed this p- episode, please do me a favor, subscribe, rate the show, and share it on your social media. It is the best way to help me grow. And of course, if you are a returning listener, welcome back. So why do I want to talk about these five success habits? Well, firstly, because they truly have contributed to a lot of change in my life over the last five to six years. Secondly, because I really think that this could be the missing link for someone who is struggling with consistency, who's struggling to stay adherent to their diet, who's struggling to stay focused on their goals, motivated, and so on. So let's get right into them. The first one would be take some you time before you take care of everyone or anyone else. Now, this doesn't mean I want you to become the most self-centered, selfish person. However, what this will allow you to do is to be less reactive in your day and will make sure that you are taken care of first before you take care of others. This old saying of like, oh, you can't pour from an empty cup, blah, blah, blah. There is truth to that. So, it most likely will mean getting up earlier or at least before everyone else. It means or it will give you time to be undistracted. It will give you the time to do things just for you, whether that is reading or journaling, whether that is getting in some exercise, whether that is simply setting out your food and clothes and everything for the day. Again, the aim here is to be non-reactive or non-responsive first thing in the morning and instead that you choose how you start your day with the intention that you want, not your kids crying about xyz because they're in a terrible mood, not thinking of their homework, not thinking of all the chores that you need to do for everyone else or even work etc. No, you are thinking of you during this time. And it doesn't even have to be long, 10, 15 minutes, of course, ideally a little bit more than that, 30 to 60 minutes before everyone else will give you even more quiet time, time to focus on what you want to achieve in that particular day. And that literally brings me to the second success habit, which is taking 10 to 20 minutes of quiet time. At some stage, throughout the day. That doesn't have to be in this morning window. If you're someone who's like, "Hey, when I wake up, I just want to get stuff done. I just want to head right into my workout. I just like going for my walk straight away. Um I don't want to like sit there and meditate." Well, firstly, going for a walk can most certainly count as your quiet time. Um, However, the important thing here would be not to be like answering phone calls, not to be answering voice messages or be typing while you're walking or whatever. Of course, this quiet time could also be actual meditation. It could simply be that um, journaling that I was talking about earlier. Literally, the biggest point here is just that it is quiet. We don't want anything going into your mind. We're constantly bombarded with stuff. We're constantly, you know, feeling the need of having music on, listening to podcasts one after the other, such as this one, and um, uh, listening to audio books, uh, having the TV on in the background, or the radio, or whatever it might be. No, we need to cultivate time for quiet. For literally not hearing anything, it also helps our um, nervous system to wind down. It helps us, even if it's uncomfortable at first, probably the first, let's say, two, three minutes, you're gonna be like, oh, I wanna check my phone. I wanna, I want something. This is so quote unquote boring. <laughs> um, but then, if you allow it, if you make room for it, this is when the creativity comes in. This is where you can design your life. Otherwise, again, we are just being reactive. We just follow the life that lands in front of us without actually ever taking the time to decide, is This is actually am I actually living the life that I really want right now? Um, so... Yes, some people need more quiet time than others and they'll probably take it automatically, but we all need some sort of room for it. So I would say 10 to 20 minutes minimum, depending on who you are, you might actually want or need up to an hour or maybe even more. So... We sometimes think, oh, it's automatically going to happen maybe when I'm driving home or whatever, when I sit in the car. Yeah, but you're still reacting to the traffic around you. You might get upset about something here and there. So I would really schedule it um, because, yeah, this is when the best ideas come. This is when you really can evaluate your relationships, the path you're going down, etc., Again, otherwise, you're simply following the path that someone else lays out for you. Have you ever felt like you just have the best ideas when you're in the shower, when you um, yeah, are going for a walk or forced to just stand in line because the battery of your phone died or something like that? So scheduling in those 10 to 20 minutes of quiet time every day can be somewhat of a superpower because it's also going to make you feel calmer in general so that next time when your kids scream at you for something or you get in someone wants to argue with you about something you can react in a calm and collected manner point three or success habit number three that i think is actually worth doing would be planning the day in advance and again there is a lot of variety or variability here some people need slash want more structure than others we have spoken about the essential core needs before some people thrive on this they love planning not just the day but like weeks in advance knowing their calories for their vacation in three months time and so on and other people they're like oh i just want to be able to go more with the flow and neither is right or wrong uh, actually the thing that works best or is going to work best for you, is the one probably that you're naturally a little bit more inclined to do. However, just a bit of structure provides freedom for everybody. So I think, especially if you have aesthetic goals, and if your life tends to be busy, this is really, really crucial. Even just thinking, okay, do I even have food at home? It doesn't even have to be like a full-on plan for the entire day, the next day with macros entered into your tracker, but literally just thinking, do I have food at home? If the answer is no, you probably should still go out and do your grocery shopping or order something online, (laughs) or even thinking, okay, where I'm going to tomorrow, what's on the way that is semi-healthy supporting my goals? And then uh, of course, ideally, it could even be something like actually having done food prep, especially if you are out of the house so that you have a plan for, okay, when I come home from dinner, I know I'm almost always super hungry when I come home from dinner uh, from, from work. Sorry. Um, I want some dinner uh, instead of just ordering takeout. What could I do? That's quick. Maybe I can throw together a crockpot meal before I head out. Uh, Or maybe um, we are going out for dinner, but let me choose something that also supports my goal. So really, you know, thinking ahead or even just sitting out, putting out your sports clothes for the next day is really, really helpful. Because then you're like, you don't have any excuses. You're not going to accidentally have taken the wrong sports clothes or or shoes or whatever. You are prepared. And this in and of itself is a motivator for you to go to the gym there. Um, for me, that really started when I had my first mentor. His name was Craig, Craig Ballantyne. I do actually recommend checking him out on Instagram. Um, he used to be known as, I think, most disciplined man on earth. I don't know what they measure that by, but I think that's probably what he named himself. Um, And he really introduced me to something that he called first the perfect day formula, then the perfect week formula, and he actually also had a perfect year formula. Um, So he does have all these structures I think for most people that is probably too much and even I have veered away from it quite a bit however when I first started off that sort of structure was really good for me because I was even busier still working in the police part-time and then uh, or actually full-time and then building up coaching part-time and doing just a lot more things than I probably do now just in the the in terms of um quantity But anyway, now I I still have the rough outlines. Like on Sundays, I still plan, roughly plan my weekend advance. As I finish my workday, I still put out a list for the following day, even though I might change it on that day. But the rough structure still is there. And then having like quarterly sessions where I plan out mm, the next few months or annual planning and so on. Again, this the important part here, just like with your diet, is not to think all or nothing, oh, I can't fully stick with my schedule the next day, so I might as well throw out the schedule. No, no, it is here so that you have a rough guidance as to what you want to get done the next day. The fourth success habit that I think is actually worth doing is a gratitude practice and a positive focus. I think the important part that I always like to point out with the point of gratitude practice is that it's called practice. People are like, oh, I want to improve my mindset. I want to improve my uh, attitude towards blah blah. But it's not something where you're like, you switch your mindset from one day to another and suddenly you're going from being a positive a negative person to being a positive person. That's not how it works. It is slowly becoming more aware of when you tend to be overly negative or where you tend to talk to yourself in a negative way. Um, Well, so A, that mindfulness, but B, also really making the effort to quote-unquote count your blessings on a daily basis. And that doesn't have to be all your blessings. But um, I think I've shared this before. It could be as simple as simply writing down three things that you're grateful for every single morning. And that alone is going to be a great start to the day. So that then maybe later on when someone hits your car and the first reaction you want to do is like, I want to tear your head off and scream at you and just the whole freaking day is ruined. And why did this happen to me? No, no, no hold on. Okay, of course this sucks, but what's the positive here? What is the positive here? Maybe it is nobody got hurt. Cool. I have car insurance and this other person does too. Sweet. So they're probably going to fix my car and give me a replacement car in the meantime. Awesome. Might be a little bit of a hassle and I'm probably going to be late to work, but that's probably okay. Might just be teaching me to slow down more. It might just be teaching me to be more patient. It might something else might come out of it. Maybe you connect with this person, and um, you know they you turn out to be friends in five years' time. I don't know, but there is a fo- positive focus to anything if you really want to see it. it. Even if you break a leg which of course nobody wishes on to anybody but you know this is just something that you can really really cultivate over the course of the time um the other day so with our coaches with Tammy and Laura we have a weekly coaches feedback form because I want kind of want to know like how they were doing in the week how I can support them the best and so on and so coach Tammy and she won't mind me sharing that I'm sure um but she shared something so, so beautiful with me. She's had a few really rough months, like literally two months of just being sick straight. Um, Even when she had a vacation planned, she was just like basically in bed the whole time. A lot of things happening with work. I think two people at uh, her, or one person at her work and one person that she knows quite well passed away. She had some issues with her mother-in-law and some tenants. So like, negative, 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 and it could have, like, really down-spiraled her, and she actually said she just, she really makes an effort to start the day on a positive note, especially with her fiance, and she can't believe how much her mindset has changed in comparison to how she would have approached this two years ago. It is still stressful. It is still not fun things, but she is handling it a lot better. It's just like, okay, this is life, What are we going to do next? What can I change about this? What can't I change about it? What do I just simply need to accept? So again, this comes down to the regularity of it. And uh, you could tie that in with your quiet time, with the journaling that I was saying. You could tie that in with your walk and simply walking around thinking, you know, what has gone awesome last week? What am I wanting to, to achieve in the next week? Um... What are the things that were kind of annoying to me or where I didn't respond the way that I wanted to respond? And how could that turn out positive for me? And so this could turn into the fifth success habit which I think is actually worth doing and I've spoken about this before and that is visualization or you could also just simply say like proper goal setting but not in an academic way of like smart goals etc but simply literally on a regular basis picturing that might be a more worldly word picturing what you actually want your life to look like that's probably the best description, not to scare people who think that this is too woohoo. So literally, um, on your walk, as you do this gratitude thing, now thinking, okay, uh, you could like script, which is another technique I've talked about in the past, the next week. And then from the scripting, scripting the next week, you could go into what do I want the picture of my life to look like in a year's time or in five years time. Really, the reason why most people don't live the lives of their dreams or that they are content with is because they never define what they actually want. It's like, okay, I well, want my life to be better. Um, Okay, cool, but how? Like, what What does better mean to you? Better is not an objective measure. Do you want to have a bigger house? Would you like to have less? Uh, your, Would you like to have your mortgage paid off? Would you like to you know like what does that actually mean to you and then what lifestyle does that involve so again this could be done the visualization could be done during your gratitude practice could be done or like as part of that it could be done um as part of the quiet time or the time before anybody else gets up um like a potential um i guess and a I know that I repeat myself over several podcasts, but for those of you that are new, this is still really, really important information. So the more often you can remind yourself of this visual picture that you want to achieve throughout the day, the more easily you're going to probably achieve it. So for instance, if you decide on a particular goal, let's just say like you want to move to into a house that looks like this and that and you have you have this exact picture in front of you and you're gonna put something similar to that as your screensaver you're going to put some a picture of that on your fridge you're going to set reminders throughout the day where you're like this is what i want i might just check you know the notifications in the the listings for houses and so on so regularly tapping and stepping into that picture throughout the day is going to allow you to become that person more and more that actually lives in that house. So um, on several mani- visualization slash, slash picturing techniques that you can find online, it, it might go something like this. Step number one would be deciding what you want to quote-unquote manifest, visualize, or picture, goal set. Number two, write out your script. It doesn't have to be written, but many people say that if you write things out, it's more likely to be become reality. So write out your script as if it has already happened. Always write manifestations or um, visualizations of your dream in the present tense and use as much detail as possible. For example, if you want to manifest a new job, you would write something like, I'm so happy and grateful now that I have been offered the job of my dreams with company X. I'm starting tomorrow and I'm going to wear my black dress and um, I'm going to go there with the subway since it's pretty close and um, I'm starting at 8 a.m. I can already see myself picking up a coffee beforehand. I don't finish until um, five o'clock but I know I will meet lots and lots of new cool new people. What this is going to allow me to do is I will be fulfilled after long days of work. I will be a better mother because I come home from my job and feeling fulfilled. I will also, because of the increased pay, be able to afford an extra holiday. And so you see that amount of detail that goes in there, the better it is. But again, it is important here to be detached from the outcome. And that sounds super, super contradictory because we're putting so much detail into here. But it's not like you're... You need this like you're not trying to force it to happen. You're visualizing it, and then you're releasing it simply out there. So, and then try to put more f- more feeling into your script. I'm, I'm reading out these steps here. The first one was decide what you want. The second one, um, write your script as if it has already happened. The third one was visualize what you li- would like what it would like to be. Sorry, what it would be like to have what you want. Fourth, put feeling into your script. How does it feel when you walk into that new office? How does it feel when you wear, buy that new black dress that you wanted? How does it feel when you come home after a long days of work? You already said that you feel fulfilled. So focus on good feelings and the energy they create. This is a fun way to get creative during your process. Number five, read your script aloud every day, preferably in the morning and at night if you can, or simply, I, I have to admit, I don't do that. I do... I actually write out my script in short form every single morning and then throughout the day I try to remind myself more often of like a shorter version of, of the mantra of what I want. And then at night, I just like try to get that mental image into my mind <clears throat> so that I drift off to sleep with that. Um, and then number six will be take action towards your goal. Of course, if you just visualize that and you sit around and you're not actually looking for new jobs or not buying that black dress or whatever, it's not going to happen, right? Um. Still, step number seven is be patient, detach from the outcome and trust. That what you desire is on its way. It might even be on its way in an even better form. So these are my five success habits that I do think are actually worth doing. Number one, you time before anyone else's time. Number two, 10 to 20 minutes of quiet time every single day. Number three, planning the day in advance or even the week or more, number four, gratitude practice and positive focus, number five, visualization, and again, step number one, two, four, five, actually three as well, they could all be done in that you time before anyone else gets up. Hope you found this helpful, even though it's kind of like outside the scope of your usual nutrition kind of topics. But I think mixing it up with a little bit more mindset-related things um, can be very, very helpful for most people out there. And if you have any future topic recommendations or questions, and um, please don't hesitate to send them through. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review. Or share the episode on social. Very much appreciated. You can also follow us on Instagram at Nutrition Coaching and Life, or head to our website, www.nutritioncoachingandlife.com, where we provide more valuable content. Have a wonderful day. Now go out and work on your best self.